On today's show, uh-oh, VW may have more cheating software under the hood, how car dealers can boost their service business, and Cadillac hopes to boost sales with some powertrain tweaks. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for October 12th of 2015. Well, just when we thought that the VW emissions scandal couldn't get any worse, now the EPA says there may be a second software program on the company's 2-liter diesel engines that affects their emission controls. But what makes it potentially worse is that this involves 2-liter diesels that VW hoped to certify for 2016. The EPA still has to investigate, and it's possible this software was not designed to cheat the system. But VW did not notify the EPA about the software until this whole scandal blew up, even though it was legally required to do so. We told you a couple of weeks ago that when Martin Winterkorn stepped down as CEO of Volkswagen AG, he still held on to board positions at Porsche, Audi, and a number of other business units within Volkswagen. But now reports out of Germany say he is being pressured to resign from all those positions, and that will probably happen before the week is over. Still to come, Cadillac tweets the powertrains on the CTS and ATS. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles, and by Pure Michigan, Leading the automotive world in intelligent, connected vehicles, we run on brain power. Did you know that something like 50% of a dealer's profit comes from its service department? And according to a new report from DealerSocket, they could be doing even better. Its data shows that 30% of sales customers bring their new vehicle in for service within the first year of ownership. It's really not a bad number but it drops considerably after three years to 13% and down to 2% after five years. So what can dealers do? DealerSocket says that integrating sales and service is a great way to retain customers. Some dealers offer cashback bonuses on service work that applies to the purchase of a future vehicle, which nearly doubles customer loyalty and retention rates. But it's clear dealerships could be doing more. As of now, third-party repair shops are doing around 75% of all service work. Cadillac's lineup in the U.S. is going to get a little more efficient in 2016. The new 3.6-liter V6 engine that was first announced for the CT6 will be making its way down to the ATS and CTS, as will its 8-speed automatic transmission. A stop-start feature has also been added to the turbocharged 2-liter 4-cylinder engine in the ATS and CTS which we showed you the other day. As a result, CO2 output has been reduced up to 6% on 2016 ATS and CTS models. The Great Recession threw record numbers of people out of work, and the amount of driving they did plummeted as they lost their jobs. But now that the economy is much stronger, Bank of America Merrill Lynch says the U.S. is on pace to set an all-time record for miles driven. Through July, U.S. drivers are on pace to hit 3.1 trillion miles driven, and researchers believe miles driven could grow higher over the next couple of years. The report says car sales will remain strong because of this. 
With more people driving, they'll need to replace their car because the average age of a vehicle in the U.S. is over 11 years old. And since traffic accidents and injuries are directly related to the number of miles driven, we can expect those numbers to go up too. Coming up next, the public is going crazy over CUVs, but not because of cheap gas prices. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work. Dow. As we've reported, the crossover segment is red hot. Many believe low gas prices are helping to boost the segment, but on Autoline After Hours, Michael Bryan, the head of corporate and product planning at Hyundai Motor America, told us he thinks there's more to it than that. I think low fuel prices is a coincidence, honestly, and there aren't that many coincidences, uh, coincidences that we faced in this world. It usually is a reason, but I think that you know there's a lot of things going on. One is people want vehicles to do more. One, the other is there's fewer vehicles in the family fleet compared to years ago where we used to have purpose vehicles. Mm-hmm. Remember, you know, in the, it was a time when we had the church van and, you know, we had dedicated used vehicles in our fleet. And now I think customers are looking for something that does everything well. They want good fuel economy. They want a nice quiet ride and, you know, good handling to their eye and their hands. And they want something that has good value. And I think uh, what CUVs do are, today that they didn't do not that many years ago is they could offer everything and customers don't feel like they're compromising. So I think more than the fuel price, I think the versatility and the uh, uh, ease of transition into a, in one of these vehicle types now is just making them much more appealing. And when you think about it from a customer level, you walk into a Hyundai store, uh, and this has roughly the same prices as a uh, Sonata. You walk into a Toyota store, a RAV4, and a Camry, at roughly the same price. And so they're looking at mid-sized sedans that they've known and, and loved well. They've had good use with them and good experience. And they see the CUV for roughly the same price that a few years ago it didn't have the same refinement, didn't have the same interior quality, but now they do. Mm-hmm. And so this, the sense of compromise is, is basically being erased. You can watch that entire show with Mike O'Brien right now on our website or on our YouTube channel. That wraps up today's show. Thank you for watching.